Welcome to Your Encore, a Legacy Leader podcast series. Legacy Leaders is an encore program of the Cleveland Leadership Center. For today's episode of Legacy Leaders, Your Encore, you will be hearing from Tracy McBride. Tracy McBride will share her insights on life spaces for active agers. In a recent article written for Northeast Ohio, Boomer, and Beyond, Tracy wrote, We change, grow, and evolve. Why keep things that don't serve us, bring us joy, and reflect who we are now? Listeners, let's welcome Tracy McBride. Well, thank you, Claudia, for inviting me to chat with your listeners. And I have found when most of us look back over our lives, uh, it is a constant evolving, you know, when we're, you know, young and having a good time and playing with fashion with ourselves and then moving into perhaps uh, college and school and all of the things that we go through through an entire life. When I look back at that, I, even as a kid, was passionate about the space I spent time in, which was, as a kid, my bedroom. And I find that when I'm in different homes and because I was in real estate for, you know, a few decades, you're in lots of different spaces. And I worked in new construction as well. And um, I always found it interesting that people would love our model home. So I would, as a sales rep, be in a model home and it was, you know, professionally decorated. They would bring designers in from, you know, other parts of this of the country to come in and fully furnish and decorate. And that was very tangible. People, couples would come in who were considering building a home and they loved the way that, you know, the 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 furnishings and the, you know, the throw just tossed in the right way and the pillows and all of that. And people loved that. But once they moved in, many times I was able to come back to their home. I was invited for events and that thing over the years because I had an entire development. So I got to know these people very intimately through the process of building their homes. And their homes looked nothing like what they were in love with. Like It was like they quite couldn't tweak it. They were still bringing things from previous homes and situations, things that were given to them, and they weren't always honoring the things they loved the most. And in watching that and and making suggestions to people of moving this over there and creating balance in the home and helping them with colors, this is something that it was just predetermined at some point in my life I was going to focus on this. I have worked in with uh, individuals in their wardrobes uh, for since actually, and I still do, um, since 2008, I've been doing that and helping people kind of figure out what looks good on them, what colors are best for them, what colors make their skin look great, uh, and how to put together a wardrobe that it doesn't need to be an abundance in your closet. It's about paring it, even your closet down so that all the things that you own play together and create multiple outfits. So you wouldn't wear one top only one way. 
you could wear that top and you could layer a jacket over it. You could wear it with jeans. You could dress it up and wear that same top with a pair of dress slacks and a belt and a scarf. And, you know, it's all about building and using, having less, but doing more. All right. And I kind of have jumped that in 2020, that philosophy into our homes, right? Owning less, but doing more. And one of the things that I, I just, I really recommend to people is to find pieces that you already may own. And if not, maybe if you need to replace something, because that's not my first thing is to run out and buy things, is to how many ways can I use this, this thing? So it was really focusing on me and what I cared about. And of course, you know, my husband had to have some input as well. There were things he liked, there were things he didn't like. And being able to balance that, I didn't always win. He didn't always win. We just kind of came to a consensus about certain things and went, okay, it makes sense to let go of this piece now because it isn't moving with us. And why spend the money to move things that aren't you're going to release anyway? So that was kind of my approach. But I had to be creative because the second bedroom was being used as an office for my husband, like his place. And I didn't want to put a bed in there because it was just too small of a space to accommodate desks comfortably and all of the things, his bookcases, that thing. And I found an ottoman, and an ottoman that opened up and could be a recliner, like you could sit on the base and lean back and have a back to it or it could lay flat and become a twin size bed and when you'd fold it all back up again it was just an ottoman with a skirt around the, the base so you didn't see all of the inner workings underneath meaning all the legs because you would open it and it was it was really a cool piece and that has worked beautifully because it's an ottoman you know most days of the week and when the grandkids are here it could be opened up and nap time can happen and they're comfortable and it is um, the thickness of a, a twin mattress, so to speak. And it looks handsome. So it's finding pieces in your home that could be used multiple ways or if you decide that you need to repurchase something um, to find things that do multiple things. I even take that into wardrobes that attitude for years i mean i've done blogs on it and workshops and, and that on how to find reversible jewelry reversible clothes a blouse that turns inside out and it's another color on the other side or a print or something and it just makes you have less but do more with it so that's kind of been my approach um as too, as we're we're aging, I have two older sisters and understanding this, what they've gone through, their moves and the things they've uh, um, brought into their home, things they've left out of their home. And, and even when working with clients, understanding, you know, what's really working here? What isn't working? Maybe the, the you did something in your home furniture wise or toy boxes and things to accommodate your visiting grandchildren but now they're grown. So you're like, well, I still have all this stuff and it's perfectly good, but I don't need it. My grandchildren are now in college and moving on with their lives. And it's about letting go. And I'm finding at this stage of life in 2023 that our kids don't want our stuff. They're not going to want 
with a few exceptions, they're not going to want our china that we've saved from the day we were married, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. They don't want that. So being able to look at everything you have objectively and go, okay, do I really love this so much that I would move with it? Like I, if I moved again tomorrow, would I take this with me? Would I pack it up and move it? And those are the questions that you ask. In the, the article that I, I wrote for um, Boomer and Beyond magazine, paring down is, is emotional. You know, it's like you make sure that you feel you're in the right headspace to really look at the things that you have. Do you feel like things are just taking over? Um, depending on what it is, definitely worth, you know, a consignment shop where you can recycle your cash, so to speak, and take those things in there. They sell them, you share in the profit, and you just wait until they call you and say, okay, we sold that couch that, you know, or love seed or the art or lamps or whatever it is that you decided to let go of. And then you get a little bit of cash, you feel a little bit better, right? So it's about really asking yourself key questions. And these are questions that I, I put in the article uh, in the magazine, and they came from a professional organizer. So I mentioned that I've moved twice in probably six years. And both times that I moved from the big house to the, you know, the downsize, I called the organizer up and said, okay, I'm moving. And she came over and basically the one thing that I think we all need when we're moving, we don't want to live out of boxes for a month or two or more. So she would come over and literally pack up my kitchen, put it in her car, move it. And I was only moving a couple of miles away, moving it and then unpacking it and putting, setting up the kitchen. That was such a gift to myself. You know, it didn't cost that much. But it relieved so much pressure and stress of living out of boxes. It was the best thing. So when we moved again, I called her up. Now, mind you, we let go of things the first time. And here we are the second time. Well, it's amazing in that four years that I lived in that next place, how much more stuff we accumulated, right? So she came over and she did the same process again and packed me up and we were only moving a mile away from that place. So she was able to put it all in her car, pack it up, bring it over here and set it up, create the homes for it. So that's a big thing. I'm sure everybody's heard that before is to create a home for everything. Like where are you keeping the scissors? So it's little things like that about paring down emotionally tapping into that, getting help if you need it. And a professional organizer can certainly offer that for you and definitely worth it. And there's a website that uh, um, National Association of Professional Organizers so that you could find one in whatever city or specialty that you might need because there's a lot of specialties within professional organizing as well. So, while this process of releasing things, it's also going, now you can, as things disappear and you have less and you, you're fine tuning what's important to you at this stage of your life, you're saying, well, now would be a good time to maybe change my colors. I've been doing this color forever and now I'm kind of 
done with it. I'm ready to move to a new color. So it's about creating your palettes. And in the magazine, I also refer to um, how to modernize your, 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 and freshen your color scheme, so to speak, and the percentages of how to do that, if that's important to you. And of course, any advice that anyone gives, especially there is so much advice for home decorating. There's so much abundance of information. And a lot of people have very strong opinions about the do's and the don'ts. And I watch those things and I think, huh, I don't necessarily agree with that. That person thinks this, but you know what? I have one of those and I love it and it serves the purpose for me. So it's okay to not like run out and change everything because someone else said so. So even when I come to a client's home, now, mind you, I'm not a professional organizer. I am not a um, um, interior designer. I'm what I call a, a home stylist so or a lifestylist because I deal with wardrobes as well as I deal with people helping them zhuzh up their space. So that's why I called my service uh, zhuzhing spaces. So I help people take what they own and either restyle it, meaning paint it, add trim to it, do something interesting to it to make it different, but it still serves the same purpose. And I help people see what they already own through very different eyes. I'll make suggestions in color palettes, um, recovering something, letting go of something, whatever is needed. So I make these recommendations, I give inspiration, but I don't actually do it. I don't come in and paint your furniture. I won't, um, you know, paint your walls. I will make recommendations to colors, give you resources of people you can hire to do those things. So it's kind of like taking it all in, helping, understanding where you're at in your life at this time and helping make, um, really good choices and then giving you a step-by-step -step plan because what typically happens is someone decides here's an example to redo their home office because they spend so much time in it now ever since the pandemic they're now working exclusively from home and the little things that never irritated them before in that space now irritate them because now they're spending more time there and helping them decide what you really want that to look like. And if they're all on their own, they're busy working. They're just irritated maybe by the wallpaper that's peeling off or it's old or it's just the colors don't appeal to them anymore, whatever it is. And it just eats them up. So then they rip that down. Now they're like looking around going, all right, now what? Oh, that doesn't work now because the wallpaper is gone. You know, the curtains don't work or the paint color or whatever. So what happens is they're doing everything haphazardly. They don't have a plan. They really haven't sat down, figured out what they don't like, remove what isn't working and the order in which to do that. Because then they hit a wall going, okay, well, I know I don't like this color, but I now I don't know what color to replace it with. I don't know. I want it to flow with the house because that's what all the YouTube videos say to do that. You want your colors to flow and not be completely different colors in each room. 
and they get stuck. So they give up. So then months and months go by. They're still irritated by the space, but they're not quite sure what the next step is. So then that may be what motivates them to call someone like me who comes in and says, okay, let's figure out. And I ask a lot of pointed questions and then I make suggestions and then I don't force anything on them. I create a list of steps that you would take that makes sense that you could do DIY yourself and hire in whatever it is your skill set doesn't cover. What's your website and where can they go to find out about your consulting services? Okay, if um, it's wardrobing, which wasn't the focus of today, but it certainly leans into everything we're talking about. And it's uh, tmcbee.com. So it's T-E-E-M-C-B-E-E, like bumblebee.com, tmcbee.com. And if it's zhuzhing spaces, um, I tried to make that one a little easier so you don't have to spell zhuzhing. So it's uh, Z, as in zebra, spaces zspaces.tmcb.com and they can certainly read your column like spaces in northeastern ohio boomer and beyond magazine and that's published every other month correct yes so uh the one that just came out is about uh, a week or two old now and the next one will come out mid-September. Uh, and the nice thing about the magazine is it's a print magazine and a digital magazine. And also it's distributed at over 700 locations, mainly in our area, Mark's, Drug Mart, Giant Eagle, it's free. So you could just look for their free magazines, usually by their front doors, and pick them up there at senior centers, the library, um, restaurants, many times care healthcare facilities. So they're all over the place. Thank you, Tracy, for sharing your insights on life spaces for active agers. Thank you for listening. We hope you are inspired or motivated to continue to your eye.